So, Victor. Sup, Colton. How you doing? Doing terrible. Pussy. I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. Because <laughs> this podcast hasn't come out yet. That's why. That's why I'm doing so I bad. know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like doing this shit every week. Yo, oh, yeah. coronavirus, bro. That shit's going crazy. People are freaking out hella bad. I yeah. don't know, man. I just... It's, I'm, it's, I'm not at all. Well... Destiny was saying earlier, and like it's it's true, and like I I, I feel like this has a part to do with it. I mean, look, let me put it this way: it's half of it's legit, and I think the other half is just being blown the fuck up because elections are coming up. And I'm sorry, but there's it's I pretty much feel it's fact now because if you look at every election year, there's always some type of fucking like big scandal going around about coronavirus or Ebola or something, you know, swine flu. It's happened almost every election year. Yeah. I don't it's know. Crazy. And like well, like I feel like you have like yeah, the outbreak's crazy. There's a lot of people and shit like that, but like when we looked it up, it's just a common cold. Or like Pretty much. a different common cold symptoms all you know, all together, but Yeah, it said it, like no, common I feel cold like SARS. It was worse. Swine flu did seem kind of bad, but yeah, at the same time more about this than they were swine flu but here's the thing though like this is what makes me even question it sometimes because like i don't doubt that china is really going through a struggle with this right now because they they just don't have the same means as we do but at the same Mm -hmm. time like how many people do you personally know that died of the swine flu none (laughs) yeah i don't think i know anyone who knows anyone who's died of the swine flu so that's what i'm saying is like they they always like chalk it up the same thing with ebola do you know anyone who died of ebola no like and to this point we still don't know anyone who's died of the coronavirus and i mean it's still relatively new but from what we read as well there's already been people who have already been uh, released from hospitals because they're cured of it yeah yeah i'm I'm sure they're probably looking to make a vaccine yeah, well, of course. And I mean, that's where it's hard to make a vaccine because it is just a common cold. So it's like, yeah. how do you really make a vaccine for that? You know what I mean? And that's I'm where sure. when we read up, it's like, oh, it could be, no, you know, it can turn into pneumonia. Mm, uh, that's it, when it becomes dangerous. When I, when I was reading it, it said that if you have like heart problems. Uh, lung problems, I think, too. Lung, yeah, lung problems or something else. I can't remember what the other one was. Um is when you're more or being like old and like older people are more accepted to the pneumonia because you have a lower a, a worsened lower respiratory system you know with your lungs mm-hmm. and everything but yeah. it's like even pneumonia like how many people do you know die from pneumonia you know what i mean and so it's like i just don't see like how it could be death threatening really you know what i mean obviously there are people that have died from it which i think what was like 20 people out of the thousands that got affected in China. So it's like, it's a really low number compared to, you know, we don't even know how old those 20 people are. You know, they could be 70, 60, 70 year old people, which are, you know, have bad immune systems and stuff like that, just cause you're an older person. But uh, that, the death toll went up a little bit. It was like at 120, I think in China at least. I yeah, don't think yeah. anyone's died in America yet, or for that matter, I don't. I haven't heard of anyone else dying outside of China, for that matter. No, and that that was one thing that uh, we were hearing as well, or like kind of talking about is, so there are certain diseases for whatever reason that only affect certain races, like you know, uh, or ethnicities. So uh, a lot of Chinese people are dying from this. What if it's just like a biological weapon that's being used against them to basically kill off Chinese people with certain genetics? It's happened here in America and it was actually basically almost like formulized in a lab basically to kill African-American people back in like the seventies and eighties. Jesus. Yeah. Like, and and that's kind of like what I'm starting to realize now is like, it it almost makes more sense if so many Chinese people are being affected with it, but then it's spreading around the world and other people are just kind of getting like a little cold and then shrugging it off. Like nothing happened. I mean, that could be the reason why. Yeah. 
don't know. I think, like I said, I, I feel like it's just being overhyped. I think so too, but, and probably because of elections, it's kind of fucked up. But like, they like to scare people because they use it in their election campaigns too. They're like, you know, we're gonna crack down on this. We're gonna make people make make sure people are safe, make sure people are healthy. You know, so you want to vote for that person, obviously, because it's like, oh, I'm scared. Like, I don't want this to happen to me. And this person says, oh, stop it. Yeah, it's crazy. No, I could see that for sure. It's definitely gonna be stopped before elections, but yeah. Oh yeah. I, I it's not so. going to last till November. There's no way. They're going to try to blow it up for a while, though, and they're going to use it to gain ground at the beginning, I feel. Yeah. Well, yeah, everything starts, you know, earlier than November. But There was, like, memes saying that I think, like, the Black Plague started in, like, 1820 or something like that. So, like, oh, look, like, there's another 20 plague. Like, <laughs> that would suck dude (laughs) yeah and like like i said because everyone was you know and before i even knew about it it was a little more sketchy but now that i know what it actually is it's like oh okay (laughs) like okay i'm gonna have a sore throat and i'm gonna fucking be sneezing (laughs) like you know like it's like okay (laughs) yeah it's nothing crazy and like i said like someone at robin's work has it and he's like fine but he has it you know, so. I made that fool go home though. I'd be like, nah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he did. I don't think he was okay. there. I just think they said that someone that has that's working there has it. That's but, crazy. Yeah, dude. And I'd always watch like what you eat too, because apparently, from what I heard, it came from like some animal, like beef farm place or something, where it's like people go buy meat and shit. Yeah, so I, from what I think, what it was is it was meat from the Shanghai province in China that started affecting everyone, and yeah. then it spread from people to people pretty quickly thereafter. Yeah, it's crazy because they have like something. I, I'm pretty sure the numbers. I'm just gonna look it up, but uh, there was something like over two thousand people in, in China that had it. I didn't think it was that high. I thought it was like a thousand something. No. Like mid thousands or something. But that's what's crazy is like even 2,000 people. Like that is a lot of people. You know, I can't justify that that's not a lot of people because that's a lot of people. But China has fucking 7 billion people. Like Jesus Christ. Compared to how many people they have in China, that ain't shit. (laughs) So they're up to 6,000, it says now. And. Oh, geez. Uh, 132 deaths in China. Yeah, see, so the percentages of that—that's like, that's like five percent, if or lower. That's like lower than five percent. It, it's still crazy. Like, I honestly, like, I'm not saying coronavirus is going to be the one to do it, but I feel like if the world war to end and we're to go to like into apocalypse, uh, an apocalypse of some sort. It would probably be due to mass disease, honestly, like just spreading. Because, like, if you think about yeah, it, but there's so many cities that are mass populated, and like, if there was something infectious enough to the point where you really couldn't stop it or get a cure out fast enough or a vaccine fast enough, people are fucked. Everyone, everyone would die. Basically. Well, I know, but there's no way people are gonna start turning to zombies and shit like I'm that. I'm not like, saying zombies. No, I no. know, but yeah, and that's like, I knew that. But yeah, when you say apocalypse, it's just kind of like you know, just shit tons of people dying and stuff. But like, oh yeah, well, I no, just you'd have like to evacuate how... the cities. You'd have to like yeah. live in mountains and stuff like that. Like everything, resources would become scarce for a while, and that's why I'm saying it would be more apocalyptic. Like not like yeah, society would basically fall essentially and you you'd be living in a world that would be completely different i just feel like i just feel like people are smarter than that now like i get that you know a disease can get caught very quickly but what i'm saying is like you're gonna get quarantined really fast to stop everyone else from getting sick and you yourself it's not like you're just gonna you know if it's something the kind of disease that's bad enough where you're going to detect it pretty early, then there's no way you're going to keep going outside and fucking talking to people and coughing all over. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just feel like people are smarter than that. Or like people will be walking around with masks and, you know, so it's like, 
That's where I feel like disease is not going to, I don't know. I don't feel like it'll be that way. I feel like we're all just going to kill our fucking selves by doing civil war and fucking nuking each other and shit like that. I hope we're past the part of nuking. I hope the world realizes like there's no benefit out of it in the end. Oh, yeah, everything really will die hurts. at that point. Earth will be done yeah. for. Everyone, everyone gets harmed by it. Like so, it's even if it was a last ditch effort, you know, or whatever. It's still really not that great of an idea. That's why they say that World War Three, if it were to happen, it's going to be fought with EMPs. We're gonna we're gonna target each other's like electric grids and stuff like that and try to take down each other's electric grids and basically make your your country fall because you without technology without electricity you can't survive really in modern day yeah but you think it's gonna you know how long that i just how long do you think that's really gonna last because it's not like they're never gonna be able to find an emp no, no, no. EMPs are already existing. Like they're making. No, 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 no. I know, I know. I'm just saying, like you would be able to find it and and shut it down. No, because that's a that's the thing with EMPs is like so once it, it depends on the type of EMP you're using. There's ones that disable technology like temporarily until like whatever happens. But most of them now, what they do is they emit such a long like or such a strong electric magnetic current that it actually destroys technology like it literally just destroys it power lines power grids everything would just be completely obliterated we'd have to rebuild them from the ground up right that's why i'm saying like it wouldn't be completely devastating but it would be just enough time to destroy everything that enemy soldiers could move in and take advantage of that you know or they're saying also rather than that happening, they might even just sit back and just wait for things to happen because now we're slowed down. We, our economy slowed down, everything's slowing down. So internally we're struggling now because of what they did. So that gives them enough time to move resources around or do whatever, you know, I'm not like a military strategist, you know, so I don't understand how they would do it, but there's been a lot of talks about it and basically how world war three would be fought. And not many people now feel like it would be fought with things for that reason. Countries like North Korea, who aren't well educated on these type of matters, you know, I could definitely see them wanting to, you know, nuke the shit out of everything because they don't have the means to make an EMP. But bigger countries like China and, and Russia can, no problem. They can create well, EMPs where, as easily as we can. Right. But that's where I feel like it's not, not that effective because if everyone knows about it, once that happens, they're going to have something in place to either counteract that or something that can change the effect or just, you know, whatever. Like, they're always going to have some type of plan to... You would almost have to have... Well, I could you see know. one day there being, like, a reverse EMP where it's like it pushes back that, you know, electric current or whatever that's happening with the EMP. But what they have uh, to defend against it now is they're building, like, these... I think they call them black boxes. Basically, they're boxes of like two inch. What's what's the uh, what's the metal type that that Superman can't see through? Lead. Uh, lead. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's lead. So they're like two inch fucking walls of lead all around you, and they're using that to basically defend against EMPs because the EMPs can't penetrate that much lead. In fact, it, it really isn't that effective against lead at all, really, for, from what I understand. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, what if they just ended up putting, and I know this is super crazy, but I'm just trying to keep it on both sides, but what if they just started putting lead into electronics or into things like that? I could see it. That's what you I You know what I mean? Just making there, yeah. electronics with lead in them because then that's never going to happen. So then, then you just kind of throw out your EMP and nothing happens and you're almost on the on the bad end of, you know, the bad spectrum of things. Well, I guess like on a military scale, it would probably wouldn't affect them too much. But on like a civilian scale like us, it would affect us terribly. Like also cities, whole cities would be shut down. Yeah. Well, like and that's so, why that's why I said, like, I feel like if everyone knows about it. And it like came out saying, oh, hey, we have these EMPs. It's going to shut all your phones down or shut all this stuff and break them. So you can't use it anymore. Yeah. Then that's where, you know, you're going to have Samsung. And well, I guess Apple makes Samsung, but yeah. you're going to have Samsung making parts just with lead on them. 
Oh no, they already they already make protective cases supposedly where you can actually uh you can buy them on Amazon today actually where you can put your phone into a pouch and it blocks out all types of uh well it blocks all communication to your phone so you know like basically this is for people trying to bug out or whatever but um also it's supposed to block uh, EMPs as well so because they're, I, I believe they're already used in, in like war today warfare today they're just smaller emps like the ones we see in call of duty basically where they yeah. throw it out it trashes all their equipment then they hurry and come in and you know take care of the problem or whatever but it, yeah it, on a larger scale i feel like those are going to be used at least for the, the time being until we have better defenses against them you know i'm pretty sure as future city plans go up they're going to start building defenses against that if that were ever to happen. But right now, we're not prepared. The military, maybe, but not everyday people. No. Especially in China and Russia, too. They're probably years behind us in that in that means. Oh, yeah, because, dude, our military is always, like, doing some kind of testing every fucking day. Like, oh, there's, yeah. they're just doing crazy stuff. Like, you'll see these crazy-ass drones that nobody's ever seen before, stuff like that. Oh yeah, it's great. Well, they they even say that the military now has cloaking for their planes and shit. So they have drones that are virtually silent, and they're making it so they're basically invisible. And the technology, nice. it's it's really not even that hard to grasp. Literally, basically, what they're doing is they're putting screens on the bottom of a plane. They're putting cameras on the top of it, and then and making the yeah, image. displaying yeah. whatever's on the top. Yeah, yeah, it's super super simple. Not even that hard at all. Like right. And so tanks were doing this in the UK, like, I want to say like 10 years ago, I was reading about this, where they were doing like uh, prototype testing and stuff like that on tanks like that. And I think they use them in Iraq and stuff today, like in the deserts, because like, you can't even really see them, you have to use like some type of thermal device or something to be able to see them. But now they're even coating them with like thermal protection so that they basically blend in all together. That's just crazy. Oh, yeah, dude. Events like that was a funny thing. Call of Duty Events Warfare was basically giving us an insight of what warfare would be like basically now, like in 2020. And that's the type of wars we're fighting. Like there's people using like I think snipers use like invisibility cloaks now, too, that basically kind of do the same thing. So it's just it's just crazy, dude. Like. Warfare is definitely advanced a ton. And that's kind of scary to think like we put so much time and effort into advancing how well we fight wars. It, it's like you would almost think that we would try to move past it and spend more resources going against it rather than going for it. Mm-hmm. Now, this reminds me of a crazy, really crazy conspiracy theory, which I, I, I hope isn't real. But like if you think about it. <laughs> I have to cover one theory before I can cover this one. So the first theory is basically that, you know, because of mass population, because it's so hard to basically govern and control large populations, that's a reason why warfare still exists today is so that they can control populations in certain areas. Like, Hey, we're going to send out this many soldiers. You kill this many soldiers. We'll kill that many of your people. Your population stays low. Our population stays low. We can do this. We start a warfare over here by doing this and this and this, and this X, Y, and Z, you know? So that's basically the reason why war still exists and why we have these mass tragedies as far as, you know, soldiers killing each other or killing civilians and stuff like that. But they're stating that, you know, obviously, as the U.S. military stands, like, we don't really have a threat against us. So if the U.S. military ever wanted to lower our populations, you know, or cause a huge mass attack here and lower our numbers quite a bit, the only way that they could, and this is where Theory 2 comes in, is if they did, like, a fake alien invasion. And they say, like, we won't actually be invaded by real aliens. We'll be invaded by the military. Uh, basically, like... The world military, or the world military, basically coming down, acting like they're aliens, and basically just destroying whole cities. Yeah, but to be honest, that's where I don't feel like the America would have to worry about that. We have three hundred thousand people in America, and it's huge. Like, obviously, it's not as big as you know Russia stuff like that. But if they're using technology we haven't, we're, like the public eye isn't really aware of. We could be fucked. Like we, we, we might see, we might see weaponry that we would have never imagined, like plasma guns, you know, and shit like that. Things that would just obliterate, you know, whole entire cities before our military could even have the chance to react. But see, I feel like on the other side of that, it's like 
you know, obviously UFOs and stuff like that. I feel like that is like, I feel like that is the freaking military. Like, I really do. Like, I don't feel like there's fucking aliens. You know what I mean? Like, I, I really don't like, and it's like, cause if you think about it, if there was like an earth, like ours somewhere else, right. It's been around for just as long. What makes you, cause think about it. They would have to invent electricity. They would have to invent all the same stuff that we would. No, so no, what would make right. them more advanced than any of us? And you're, you know, no, you're, you're definitely right on that end. And, and like physicists and scientists have talked about that and debated that for years. But here's the thing: this is what they've come to realize too. There's civilizations that would be thousands and thousands, millions of years older than us, because we're in the Big Bang. If we believe the Big Bang and we look at the center of the universe, essentially where it all started, we're only about midway out. We're we're not we're not at the end, you know. We're, so we're pretty old relative to the the age of the universe, but we're definitely not the oldest in the universe. We're like, I think, like if you but were to that's... put it in a fraction, we're like one fourth of the way away from the beginning of the Big Bang. So there's at least one fourth of the universe that's still older than us. But that's where that's where the other thing comes into play is like, if Earth can only survive for well, it's been around for six billion years or something like that. So for a while, six billion years or six million years, whatever. And we're only this far. Okay, think about like other places, like because they only they say that we're fucking, but like we're going through global warming right now, and we're oh, only yeah. this far. So it's like, what would you, what would make you say that other places aren't doing the same thing? Because they also would have to have an atmosphere or something inhabitable. True. So what would make you say that they haven't already gotten to the point where they're gone because, you know, their shit blew up or they had global warming oh, yeah. and they all died. So I don't know. I just, I don't know. It, it's probably happened to be honest. Like uh, a lot of civilizations have probably already died, but I don't think that necessarily means all of them have died. In fact, if no, you think course. about it, th- think about this situation. What if you had two civilizations, two separate species, you know, let's say humans and like, man, I don't even know. Like, let's take from Star Trek, like uh, the, the Klingons or whatever, but let's just say the Klingons in this situation are nice. You know, they're benevolent. They, they want to you know, work together and everything. So if two civilizations that were in close proximity, let's say like how close we are to Mars, they could communicate with each other. They could work in progress together. Maybe if a civilization wasn't as hostile as we are and they didn't have so much warfare, because think we're divided as nations right now. If if you had a civilization that was like us, but combined and everyone was working together, think of how much more advanced we would be. And that's why a lot of physicists say, too, like the likelihood of an alien invasion happening isn't really as high as we might think, because most civilizations that would be able to get to a point to travel interstellarly and find other civilizations would have to be so advanced that they would almost have to work together in order to make it happen. But at the same time, there is still that possibility of a hostile civilization because maybe there was two civilizations that got so combined and worked together so well because they were constantly under attack from another civilization that was a planet away or something like that, you know? So there's a lot of possibilities out there. We're pretty alone in our, our little part of the universe. Like, obviously, there's no life in our our solar system because right. They've we would have found yeah. it by now. Yeah. yeah, for but, sure. Because they can they can go past our galaxy. I mean, I'm not mm. that far, but they can look past our galaxy. So oh, there's yeah. like no way that yeah, there's civilization around us. Plus, like you know, Saturn's full of dust and gas and stuff like that. You have you know oh, yeah. Mars, which is too hot to live and has no atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Pluto. I mean, just <laughs> Pluto. <laughs> Pluto. Too far away from the sun. I'm just kidding. Not even a planet. (laughs) But yeah, no, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. And obviously, I do believe that there's other things out there, our other Earths, because it's like, why would our Earth and, you know, our galaxy be the only one? Right? Well, and I, I even read that. So this is something that was just discovered recently. So scientists actually started to realize that moons could actually be habitable as well. Like there could actually be life on moons of planets, even though that that planet may not be habitable. Like, for example, what is it like? 
which planet is it that has like three moons? One of the moons actually contains water. So uh, it was like uh, Europa, I think. Europa actually contains water. And I think that's one of the moons of Saturn or something I want to say. But um, yeah, so, so they started to realize. it's too far away from the sun. But here's the thing. So some planets emit so much heat and energy that the moon can actually sustain itself off of the planet alone. That's when they started to realize, like, holy shit, like, we have to almost reconsider our, like, our thoughts as to how much life could be in the universe because now we realize there are planets out there or there's moons out there that could survive away from the sun, you know, after a certain point, as long as the planet has the right means. Yeah, no, and I could see that. I just don't feel like there would be one in our galaxy. Well, definitely not in our galaxy or solar system. Well, maybe yeah. in our galaxy, not in our solar system. Oh, I though. guess, yeah, I guess our galaxy is a lot bigger than just the solar system. Oh, but... yeah. We've, all, we, we've basically scraped the surface of our galaxy, basically. We don't know yeah. anything about the galaxy. They're studying the black hole that's in the center of our galaxy and finding out. We talked about this on the last one, I think, like gases were being emitted out of it and stuff. And, like, uh-huh. we, we don't understand it really. But, yeah, so it's just, like, uh, the way I look at it is, like, right now where we're at, we're at the same part as, like, when the humans first discovered boats we're basically discovering space boats that are allowing us to travel out and discover new things that are in our solar system that we never knew about Mm -hmm. which is going to advance us a lot if we do discover things that will help us you know yeah and that's i don't know and that's why i just that's why i don't think that because why and i get that the exploration people want to know but if there is another civilization out there in whatever galaxy, somewhere else, wherever, why would they just always be coming here? Why would we always see these UFOs? Why would they always be yeah. coming and check? You know what I mean? Like, it just seems super crazy to me. Like, that, I just don't see that happening. I just feel yeah. like, I just no, feel I mean, like there's a lot of weird stuff that people don't normally see that trips them out. It's like, holy fuck, what is that? You know what I mean? Well, because the thing is, is like if aliens did come here, they're going to look at us and say like, oh, OK, so they're advanced civilization. But then they're going to really look at us and they're going to be like, oh, OK, so they're advanced, but they're still basically monkeys using cell phones. Basically, that's all they're doing. Like they're not really that advanced yet. So we're not even going to like get right. involved. So like, with why this would or they even want anything from us? You know, exactly. So if, if they are coming here, it's just to survey, basically, just to see maybe they're even checking for resources, special resources that are really hard to find. You know, and they're looking for something and they don't find it. So they just leave. Maybe they do find it. They quickly take it. They leave They dip out, you know, but that's where right. I believe almost the UFOs. If people are seeing legitimate UFOs, they might not be aliens, but they might be time travel devices from the future. It's, it's future humans coming back in time to, again, probably not to do anything, you know, particular, but to survey and to understand what was actually happening factually so that they could record data where they didn't have the opportunity to, you know, present day. You really think like time travel? Yeah, yeah. Because if you think about it, the moment time travel happens, it's already possible throughout every timeline. Like no matter where you go in time, it's it's happened. So if if time travel if time travel has been invented at any point in time, it's already existing right now as we speak. It's already there. So it could have yeah. already happened thousands of years into the future, and it's that means in consequence, it's basically technically happening right now. Yeah, but it could be dangerous at that point. Oh, I, I don't doubt that it would be, and I'm I'm sure there's ramifications, and I'm sure that there's residue of some sort that's left behind from actually time traveling, and I think that's why, possibly on top of that, we might be examined by extraterrestrial beings, you know, beings from other planets that are far more intelligent than us, watching us and making sure we don't do anything that might cause huge ramifications for the entire universe, you know, they're like, hey, 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 you guys are playing with fire in a really bad way, you know, eventually they're going to intervene and they're going to be like, Hey, you guys need to stop what you're doing. We're going to teach you how to use this technology the correct way, but you can't use it for any malicious, you know, matters. You can't use it to take over the universe or whatever, because if you think about it, if you have the, the ability to control time, you could do a lot of insane things and you could basically attempt to conquer the universe. If you really wanted to, in that sense, you could just give 
the best technology to the most primitive humans and basically take over planets, you know, conquer planets forever. Uh, there's really not any limitations to what you can do at that point, I don't believe. So that's why I see if someone was observing us and saying like, hey, we've already experienced that, we've already had to fix it before, you need to stop or else we're going to intervene and maybe they might even try to start war with us if we'd be ignorant about it, you know, and we don't stop. Yeah. I don't know, I feel like I'm just so... And at the same time, take it out of our perspective and let's just say that there is a more advanced civilization out there they've probably already done it. They've probably already succeeded in time travel. That's how I view it. And I don't even think time travel, like as crazy as it seems, like that's a huge concept. I don't even think that's the most powerful thing you could do in science. I think traveling to other dimensions is way, way more like just, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just, there's so much more consequences and so much more you can do if you were to be able to go into the fourth dimension because you can manipulate the third dimension however you'd like almost uh, on any plane of time and any plane of existence, you could just manipulate it. I just, I'm just so like, it's just, I feel like it's just so crazy that it's hard to believe not, not the time travel part. Like I, you know, I could get that, but just that, they're really like parallel universes and like shit like that. It's like, and I don't know, like there could be, but basically you could almost be living in any time zone at any time. Yeah. So like one decision you make jumps you into a different time zone, a parallel universe than if you made a different decision. But I don't know. So, there's something that that happens that actually kind of strengthens the theory that the universe is working in ways that we don't understand it. So uh, I just looked it up and I guess it's called the Zeno effect. And so what happens is scientists were observing at, or atoms, basically. And they, at the same time as they were observing them, they were also recording them. And what they came to realize was something that they weren't even expecting to happen. But when they when no one when none of the scientists were observing the atoms, they started to behave in a different way, ways that were that in ways that we wouldn't expect them to move normally. So they were doing a lot of abnormal movements. Some of them, like, I guess, were like shifting in and out, like they were almost like teleporting or something like that. And then when someone would go back to observe it again, they would align. They would do exactly what we would expect them to do because that's what we know of. And so scientists started to theorize a lot of things, basically like this could be the proof of other dimensions at work with our dimension. This could mean that humans are actually capable of manipulating reality in front of them. Like by basically, so if you expect to see something in front of you, it's going to be there. And if you don't expect it to be there, it's not going to be there. As simple as that. It's like, it goes into the same type of logic and theory of that, what was the the theory called where you put a cat in a box with poison and while the box is closed, the cat is both alive and dead. And when you open the box, you're the one who determines based off of your thoughts, whether the cat is alive or whether it's dead. Do you ever hear about that? No. I have to look this up. That's like, it has something to do with like observing things around you and based off of your assumption of what you're observing actually controls what's happening. So think on like a very, very small scale. You can actually possibly control everything around you, like telekinesis almost. But it's so minuscule that you'll never actually be able to pick up like, you know, a piece of paper that's in front of you, not even a feather, but you can manipulate atoms tiny tiny little atoms that you'll never be able to see but you're manipulating them all the time and but that's where it comes into play like if if that's true and you can do that and everyone can do that you just gotta want it so bad this world would get crazy as fuck dude and that's why you know what i mean like like it i don't know i feel like that's a like just weird that's why i think like it could be part of mass hysteria too. Like maybe when a bunch of people believe they're seeing something, they actually see something because they're literally making it like basically appear. 
like whether it's real or not, they're making it happen just because so many minds are collectively working together to actually make it happen that it is actually happening, at least to those people who want it to, you know? So, right. But that's where I come in. That's so that's so now that you say that, that's where I feel like ghosts come into play. Could be. Now, because my theory I feel like, but I'll tell you no, that and I know, but I, I feel like, People believe in that shit so much. And I get that there could be real shit. And it's not always just your mind playing tricks on you. But I just believe that some people, just just tons of people that believe that shit so much that your mind plays tricks on you. Because think about it. Like sometimes you'll be like, oh, like you'll be talking about food. You'll be talking about something that's, that's super good. And you're like, wow, I can like smell it right now. You know what I mean? Or like I can taste it. So it's yeah. like, that's where I feel like the ghost comes into play. So like when someone in their family passes away and they say, oh, I see, you know, a couple weeks after they're like, oh, I still see them and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. So you're wanting to see that person or be with that person so much that you believe that you see them mm-hmm. and you know, no, they're dead. True. So they always show up as like a ghost figure kind of thing. But right, right. That's where I don't know. That's where I just feel like a lot of people, their mind plays tricks on them, but they really want to believe, oh, this person's coming to see me because it makes you happier that way. So you're oh, never yeah. going to be like, oh, my brain's just fucking me over. You know what I mean? No, and I, I, I believe that is a lot of it, to be honest. But I just want to share a quick theory, too. So I think this is where like legitimate ghosts might come into play. So when you're, when, your consciousness, what you are as a person, what makes you you is literally just electricity going around your brain. Your brain is just an organ. That's all it is. Without the electricity, it has no function. It doesn't work, obviously. You die. So that electricity that's in your brain essentially is you. It's I, I view it as your soul, kind of. Like, that is your soul. Without that electricity, that that's basically everything for you. And so that electricity i feel like in certain instances gets electrified or you know it gets uh let's say amplified by certain maybe emotions or certain areas maybe certain things draws that like your soul from you and i think what happens with ghost is that one of two things is happening either residual energy is being left behind because either in that time in that place you had a really great emotion like maybe you were stabbed and killed so you had a like a lot of emotion you know you were sad you were angry you were whatever so those emotions or your soul was left behind and that it's it's like a resonance that's left there for all the time or maybe until it dissipates and so that's why people experience ghost phenomenon is because it's part of you that's still left behind it's, it's still there or secondly if you were to die and, and this is one of my theories too is when you die and if you have enough energy pent up in your body it no longer can be contained within the third dimension and you move on to the fourth dimension and then fourth dimensional beings can do basically what ghosts do. They can come in and out as they please. They can phase through walls. They're not manipulated by physical objects. They can basically do what they want. And it almost seems like they could manipulate physical objects if they wanted to manifest that energy towards it. So I believe that's what ghosts might potentially be. It's either people who had so much energy after they died that they could no longer be human or maybe be resurrected or reincarnated um so they moved on to the fourth dimension or they just had so much energy at that one point in time where something pulled that energy from them and it was just residual right and that's where it's like okay i could you know i i could kind of get the energy part of it but how the fuck are people seeing people or like um well how are these things moving objects because i like like there would have to be something physical in order to move something. So let, let me put it this way as well. So this, this is proven. So the universe on a large scale vibrates. It's like, there's, there's actually like a decibel they've measured. It's like 2.4 Hertz or something. The entire universe is vibrating. And so if there were other dimensions or if you shifted our vibration just a little bit, 
we would technically no longer be on this plane of existence. We'd be on a different plane of existence. I think that's what's happening with other universes. And they have also proven within the same, the same uh, scientific study is that certain parts of the universe or at certain times in certain places, the universe's uh, vibration goes off of balance and it vibrates at a different frequency. It's not the entire universe, but just certain parts for a certain time. And then it goes away. So as that's happening, if you think about it, we're almost in sequence with other planes of existence. And that could be why we see ghosts too, is because it's another universe, or maybe it's not even just a ghost of someone who's died. It could be another living person in another dimension, just phasing into our, our universe for a second and then fading out. And if, if, yeah. the, if polar universes or if, uh, other universes existed, multi-universe, you know, other planes of existence where it's basically just me and you, just maybe I have blonde hair in another universe or whatever. That could be the reason why we see ghost-like figures, you know, is because like, oh, I saw like this woman in an old dress. It was just another universe where that time hadn't actually passed yet, where they were more advanced. Maybe they're still pilgrims or something like that. But it's just like another copy or version of our universe that's a little bit more or less behind or something maybe that's where demons and everything else comes from too is just again just other universes phasing into our universe for a little bit and then phasing out right well and I, you know i've seen like videos where people get these you know cuts on them or you know marks and shit because of ghosts or whatever and it's like what I, if it is just a ghost, an invisible person? How the fuck are you gonna scratch someone or bite someone or do anything like that without having a physical body? It, it because is, I get that it if is, you have yeah. energy and you push energy at someone or you know electricity or whatever, yeah, you may have a like a red mark or something. But how yeah. the fuck are you getting scratches of fingernails? Or like bite marks and stuff. That's, That's what, what I would say. Is like it would almost have to be another dimensional being doing it because that that's what i was saying with the fourth dimension you can manipulate matter in the third dimension you don't you don't have to literally be there or do anything you can just manipulate the atoms in a way where it forms claws that aren't even visible and scratch your arm you know, like something like that. That's where I almost believe it would have to be something fourth dimensional or something outside of this dimension because fourth dimensional things we wouldn't be able to see or understand. Just like if you were to well, perceive the third dimension from the second dimension, you wouldn't be able to see most of it. You would only see a flat dimension of things. You wouldn't be able to see everything around you, you know? Right. Well, and you're talking about dimensions. You're talking about like a parallel universe? No, no, no. I'm talking about like so... I'm trying to think of a way how you can explain the fourth dimension, but it's literally so hard like to explain it. So two dimension, of course, is just something that's flat. You know, it just it moves left, up, down, and right, or up, down, left, and right. There's no X, Y, and Z. So you can't you can't go up, down, left, right, forward, back, like the third dimension. Now the fourth dimension has an extra plane of existence where it's something that we can't even fathom or see because it's out of our grasp. We'll, we'll, no matter what we do, it seems like, I mean, one day we might have the technology to peer into the fourth dimension, but as it stands now, there's no way of understanding or seeing the fourth dimension that's literally right in front of us. It's all around us, but there's no way of accessing it. Um, I, I don't know how to explain. I used to have a really good analogy of how to explain the fourth dimension, but it's, it's, so let me put it this way. It's basically all planes of time stacked on top of each other with every i think it's every possible outcome stacked alongside that so it's like basically infinity essentially so it's like let's say you have the option to go left and right in the fourth dimension it's both you going left and right at the same time and then in every plane of time that that could ever happen so if you were a fourth dimensional being being able to move around in that type of instance you could manipulate anything within any time frame of any possibility of outcomes. Hmm. Like, so you saw Interstellar, right? Yeah. 
So when he gets sucked into the black hole, he was in the fourth dimension. He was floating around in the fourth dimension and manipulating the third dimension by playing with those like lines of light. That's what he was doing. That's why it looked like he was going back in time because he was traveling through the planes of the fourth dimension. Mm. Yeah, that's like the, the buildings are moving and shit like that. Exactly. Yeah. So it's insane. That's 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 probably the best depiction of the fourth dimension I could really put out there. Essentially, like that's that's probably the best example of the fourth dimension. You I really put. and Interstellar is hard to understand. It is. Like you it's really have to watch it a couple times to really, really understand what's going on. Because I've only watched it once, and that's why I don't fully understand it all. And so I really want to watch it again to get more of a grasp. But it's like this he's having like a dream inside of a dream inside of a dream inside of a dream. Like it's so weird. So I, I think if you watch like a few documentaries on like, like string theory and like just physics in general, it would be a lot more easy to understand because that's the one thing that interstellar does is like, they just kind of expect you to understand what's going on. They don't give you really an explanation really that well, Mm -hmm as to what's happening. But if you know things about physics, you kind of understand like, okay, the gravity on this planet's different. So time is manipulated differently. So that's why he's not aging as much as people back on earth or whatever, you know? So they just kind of throw that out there in there and they make it like realistic. And that's why I like about interstellar too, is it's pretty realistic. Like they use a lot of scientific data and like theories and everything to back up what they're doing in the movie. It's just, they don't do a good job of explaining what's happening. Mm-hmm. and that's why when he got sucked in and like they talked about it in the end and i think they did mention something about dimensions or something like that but yeah he, he basically went into the fourth dimension Fuck. so that's why i'm saying is like so if your energy was so much that it could no longer be contained in a human body maybe you might be reincarnated as something a little bit bigger or with a bigger consciousness like an alien or something like that but at the same time i just feel like that's where the whole thing with heaven and hell comes into play and you go to this heaven which is actually the fourth dimension because your energy has built up so much and you've done so much in your life that you finally, you know, built your consciousness up that you no longer have to live on the third dimension. You move to this heaven, which is the fourth dimension and you become a godlike being, or maybe your energy was negative and you like murdered people and you did, you know, bad things your whole life. That's when you go to hell. And again, it's the fourth dimension, but it's the negative part of the fourth dimension where you're maybe like, a, a devil or like a demon of some sort, you know. Fuck. That's why that's I think so much benevolent energies. Yeah, it's it's crazy, but like that's the thing is like I never look at anything and just say like oh like uh, it's a ghost. Like I need an explanation. I need to understand like from a scientific point of view what's happening because I believe everything in this universe can be explained by science. Pretty much. So that's that's all I'm doing with these theories, honestly. It's like I'm looking at things that are unexplained and I'm trying to make rational ob- observations and like understandings of it, you know, coming up with theories. And a lot of my theories, again, just come from science too. Like I just try to like gather all the science that I understand and, you know, put it along with the, the data that we have about these odd occurrences and try to understand it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. And like, that's the cool thing about living in today's world is we can do the research. We can understand the universe a little bit better. We can understand the world. Whereas a hundred years ago, I would have to go to a library and just hope that they have the information I'm looking for, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. Well, and, and, you know, obviously doing research is really going to help you, but yeah, it's just absolutely crazy on how much, like just how crazy and absurd it sounds, but it's like, Oh my God, it's just mind blowing. It really is. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's crazy, man. And like one thing I think about too. So now that you understand all these theories, is like, what if you ever try to reach out to yourself, like from other dimensions? You know, like, hey, like, because if you think about it, like, if my theory is correct, and one day you die and you go to the fourth dimension, well, it's not to say you're like, hey, I'm gonna go back and visit myself when I was human back back when, and you know try to send myself some signs to try to progress myself because why wouldn't you right you would almost want to like send yourself signs and i think that's where like 
weird things like deja vu and stuff like that happen is because it's like you yourself manipulating the past and being like, Hey, you need to get to where I'm at now. And by me doing this, you're going to, I'm going to help you get there. Yeah. Or but at the same time, the that could be where your conscious comes into play. True. Maybe it's like, maybe there's some, I mean, that it's just so weird because there's rules, I guess, about the fourth dimension where like they're almost inhibited in ways that we're not, you know? And so like, I, I don't know. There's just so much about physics, dude. That's insane. Like they're, they've proven so many things that would seem so like just otherworldly. Right. Just and the other thing that makes it hard to believe is like, even like, like when Haw- Hawking's died, he's like, okay, April 18th, 18, 04, 18, 18, freaking there's going to be aliens. There's no fucking aliens. Like no, no, nothing happened. You know what I mean? No, no, like, no. They they did prove that that was that was like all a hoax and stuff like that. And nothing that's what I'm happen. saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, how is it? How can you believe shit like that when you have so much fake shit or like people just hoaxing, right? No, and that's that's why really a lot of my my all of everything that I theorize about is from documentaries. You know, like university studies. I don't really believe in uh, in any of that. And when I do read news like that, you know, where it could be true or false, I, again, try to debunk or understand it on a more scientific level. And I think that's if, – if everyone did that, if everyone just looked at everything objectively from a scientific level, the world would be such a better place, honestly. People would just be able to understand things a lot better. You know, like the whole coronavirus thing. If everyone was better educated in medicine and understood science a little bit better, everyone would know how to prevent it better. Everyone would know, understand what it is so there wouldn't be as much panic, you know, and there would probably be less deaths too. Well, yeah, and you have these people that, you know, don't know shit or just want to overhype everything so much that it becomes almost a problem. Oh, yeah, because there's money to be made in media. That, that's kind of the sad part is, like, media will do anything to get attention. Oh, yeah. And, For sure. And, you know, like, coronavirus being cured doesn't catch news lines the same way as coronavirus spreading and killing people. Mm-hmm. You know, it sucks. It really and, does. Like, no matter who, like, that's kind of the crazy thing. Like, media is so corrupt that they'll never admit it. But there's so many politicians and so many other celebrities and everything that are blatantly saying it. Like, media is corrupt. Wow. Media is really corrupt. And no one's doing anything about it. Because media almost controls America, essentially, you know. It's almost as big as politics and religion. Or is bigger. Yeah, exactly. It's insane. Media controls a lot. That's what kind of scares me, too, is like at any point, if the media wanted to, for whatever given reason, they could paint you as the worst guy in the world. We could be like, Colin, he he killed three people. We have evidence to prove it, blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden, SWAT teams are going after you. The CIA, FBI, who knows it is going after you. And then in the end, they could say, oh, guess what? I guess we had the wrong guy. It's actually this dude that did it, you know? So media is kind of scary, too. They have a lot of power and control. Well, and because there's so many people with technology or phones and news and TVs and all sorts of shit, they almost are more powerful than anyone. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, we I mean, we read into media every day, you know, and how we react to it, of course, is our own decision in the end. But like not everyone, I feel, sees it that way. You know, everyone has their biases. And I think that's what we have to do as a society is move forward and say, like, we don't we need to be less biased. We need to be more open minded altogether as as a civilization right and obviously and everyone has their mind. opinion on everything but as long as you're open-minded it will happen less there's so much ignorance in the world and i'm not going to say that me and you aren't ignorant in any way but like being open-minded will lessen your chance of being ignorant you know in the end mm-hmm. so, oh yeah for sure and it's not always by choice. Sometimes you're just ignorant because you don't have the resources. There's people in China and Africa and third world countries that don't have the same access to data. So they're just believing what they're being told by their government or their, by their media. And they don't know any better, you know? Mm-hmm. No, so that's right. why I say the internet is one of the best things for humanity is because it connects us all and it makes it a lot easier to get the truth. 
Right. But at the same time, it can also be one of the worst things that was ever invented. Yeah. But that's where, I mean, a lot of people say that, especially because one of the biggest things, of course, everyone knows is porn is basically the majority of the internet. Like, it's kind of dumb to think that, like, that's a, that shows you how primitive and how, you know, childish we still are as far as the civilization goes is because we have this great technology, this technology that could bring us a whole universe to our fingertips, basically. And what do we do with it? We use it for sex. <laughs> Just like apes would. Monkeys fucking masturbate, you know? So, like, we're no better than them, essentially. We're just smart-ass monkeys. Seriously, though, I swear to God, like, there is so much It's not even funny, and it's just, like, all free. It's like, oh, here, go just look at this fucking part. And that's where people yeah. become fucking problems. Oh, yeah. You have people who are more educated than university graduates because they just sit at home and study the internet all day. But on, on the large scale of things, most people don't do that. It's kind of no. sad. But I don't think we're going to be like that for long. Honestly, I see a bunch of little kids nowadays researching things on the internet because they want to understand and know things, and they're getting smart as fuck. There's some smart-ass little kids out there doing insane things that we haven't ever seen before. And it's because right. and I feel like I was actually talking resources. to someone. I was actually talking to someone on the phone about that shit. Like they were saying, she was like, "Oh, how old are you? Like 30? I was like, "No, I'm only 22." And they're mm-hmm. like. She's like, well, shit, like, you're, like, really smart. Like, you're super mature and everything. And it's like, you don't let shit, you know, put you down or, like, let anything bother you. And it's like, yeah, I know. And that's why I told her. I was like, because we have the internet nowadays, you have so many people out there that are just fucking assholes talking shit to people. And it's like, I was, like, I was on this sports app. And people were, I think it was like something about Drew Brees, one of the quarterbacks for NFL team. And somebody commented and said something. And then everyone's like, damn, your wife looks hot. I'd like to fuck her and all this shit. And it's like, you're on a fucking sports app. What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Like, why are we talking about this dude's fucking wife when we're on a sports app? Like, what the fuck is going on? And so that's why I told it's like, you you almost like learn to not take anything personal because of that because oh, yeah. either people attacking yourself which obviously these people could be fucking fat as hell sitting on their fucking couch doing nothing or like you know just idiots you know oh, yeah. and so it's like why would you let that shit bother you right well and i i watched like I don't know if it was like a a small video on YouTube about it or if it was an article, but they were talking about how the internet's progressed and like how trolls have been affected and everything. Because if you think about it, yeah, there's still trolls out there and there probably always will be. But the fact that the internet's changed so much that there's not really as many trolls out there as there was, because if you think about it, if you try to troll someone on the internet now, or if you go into a forum and you try to troll them, there's going to be so much backlash for that. So many people are going to call you out and be like, Hey, motherfucker, you're wrong. You're an idiot. Like, you're what being the ignorant. fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. So it's almost like it's in a weird way. It's almost helping people understand that, like, hey, you're an asshole. You need to stop. Yeah, it's it's fucking insane. And that's what I like, because there's a lot of people that are positive, optimistic and, you know, don't sit there and talk shit about people. But you're always going to have those people that are fucking oh, pieces yeah. of shit, you know, always. and it's like it's like fuck you're like worth nothing like you have to sit here and try and make fun of people on the fucking internet i guarantee you if you're in front of their face you wouldn't say shit oh no that's a thing you know what i mean so it's like you just want to sit here behind your fucking computer and type rude ass shit because your life is fucking trash and you just want to be rude to everyone else because you know you're sitting there and fucking have a terrible ass life and your mom died or you know your mom got cheated on or you know what i mean so it's like why why fucking be rude to other people when your life's just as fucking bad? What yeah. if someone else is having a bad time and they kill themselves because you fucking just made their life even worse? It's like, fuck, people need to relax, be nice, make shit. And I guess that's what I like about our generation more so is because we came so much more conscious of, like, bullying and, like, how it affects people. We don't really do it as much. In yeah, because back in, in the past, you could beat the shit out of people and, like, Fucking whip your kids yeah. and you know because you of their color be- or their race yeah. or religion or right. sexual and preference. 
It'll, it was it, fine. Much. And it was fine. But now you get so much shit for bullying. Like you will get like fucking felonies or like charges for shit like oh, yeah. that. Well, and like it dude, it made me so fucking happy. Like I, I almost wanted to cry because it being just were watching a video on Facebook where this kid was getting bullied by this one kid and the whole classroom ganged up on the bully and like basically it was kind of fucked up if you think about it in the end but like yeah. they kind of bullied him back you know we're like hey that's not okay you need to stop that you know and like they all like bullied up on him and like ganged up on him but in the end i think they actually like kind of came back and were like oh you know like he's a good kid he's just you know he just acts like kind of mean sometimes so we don't like it and when that's he does what i'm that. saying like there's things that provoke that behavior it's not oh, yeah. just that person's like that something no. happened to them or in their life that makes them that way oh yeah right and it's sad it is like because because there's there's only so much you can control as a child and you don't really understand your own emotions or you know anything like that when you're that that young you have to really observe yourself to be able to understand it right because yeah it's like oh my mom died now i'm just gonna go fucking be an asshole to everyone because i'm hurting so i'm gonna make other people hurt to make me feel better it's like that's fucked up the younger children can understand that and like be also accepting of people who are like that. It's going to help them too, because like, that's the thing is whenever I meet someone who doesn't act necessarily right, you know, I try to give them a chance at least at first, you know, be like, Hey man, yeah. like, what's going on? Like, you good. Like, I understand you feel pretty angry. Like, let's talk about it. What's wrong. Like what's going on, man. You know, but then there's just those people who are so far gone that you can't help them. And you, it's best just to stay away almost. No, for sure. And I, you know, I used, I used to get bullied a, a lot when I was in school and I just came to the point where it's like, you know, it's just people told me it's like their, their life is probably worse than yours. Yeah. And, you know, it's like they're bullying you because they're hurt for something. Yeah. So it's like I just came to the realize it's like, you know, I feel bad for people that bully. Cause it's like, you must have something really going on with you to be mean like, like that. Cause it's not, you know, it's not like you just all of a sudden woke up one day and it's like, Oh, I'm going to go fucking just fuck this dude over. I'm going to fucking just call him a piece of shit and tell him how shitty he is. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's, you don't even fucking know that person. So what makes you want to do that? Right. Oh yeah. I don't know. No, I guess. I guess the one type of person I'm not okay with is the people who have like everything, rich ass people, you know, that have the world, and they're just ignorant and fucking mean to like motherfuckers. Oh yeah, yeah. those people. I, I like honestly, it's a lot harder to give them a second chance because like, what's your excuse? What, what the fuck, dude? Like, you have everything. You almost chose to be this way. Oh yeah, because it's like, wow, your parents have lived together their whole life. They've never been divorced. You fucking just get cars like no other. Parents just give them to you. I had to fucking buy everything in my life. I never got yeah. a car given to me. My parents mm. were divorced. My parents were divorced five times total, accumulative, you know, between the two of them. So it's like, you know, I haven't had the greatest life, but I'm probably more positive than anyone else. People always say that the poor people are have a happier life than anyone that's rich. Anyway. Oh, yeah. And, and factually, uh, Poor people or people with less are more charitable than people who have more. Oh, yeah. That fucking greed is a big thing, man. Oh, yeah. So I'm saying, like, if I ever were to become really rich and successful, I'm putting my money back in the community. I'm like, I'm going to help other people because once after a certain point, you have everything you need. And probably to a degree, you have a lot of what you want, too, if you're or that more successful. more than what you want. Yeah, so it's why not? Why not just give back your extra income, everything extra you have, and give back to other people who need it? For sure, and that's why Simple. I don't know, and that's why I just don't ever want to be rich. I would want to be wealthy, someone that's comfortable and can do things without having to worry about money. Yeah, well, and I wouldn't mind being rich because if I was, that gives me a whole lot more peace of mind because I can help people. I'm not going to be one of those people who's just going to hold on to my money, you know, and go out and buy things that I don't need or anything. I'm going to be helping people for sure. You know, like I always told Destiny, if I become a psychologist and I become a really good psychologist, I'm going to open up clinics and I'm going to charge wealthy ass people a shit ton of money to get my help. I'm going to help them good. But I'm going to turn back and I'm going to help people who don't have money for psychologists either. I'm going to treat them for free. Yeah. 
Because then that's the only way to do it. And that's where that's where the compassion thing comes into play. The better you are to other people, the better they are to other people. So, you know, that's why every time I always try, like there was a guy on the side of the road on my way to work and I wanted to stop and help him, but it's like, I got to get to work or I would help him. Oh, you know, it's like, there's just tons of people that are so busy in their life and just so worried about other shit that they don't want to stop and just help someone for five minutes. You know, in my sense, like I'll get fucking fired. So I have to get to work, but (laughs) But I would love to stop and help people. Like, I've done it before. You know, oh, just yeah. seeing this dude on the side of the road fixing the tire. He was like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm just, you know, just fixing the tire or whatever. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Just make sure he's good. And I went on my way. Yeah. You know? And his little kid was the yeah. cutest kid ever. But, <laughs> yeah, That's it's, awesome. you know, it's like, fuck. Might as well try. Chick broke down with the radiator. So I stopped over. She's like, oh, we've already called our parents. We're good. Like, all right, well, you guys have a good night. You know, so. Oh, yeah. I always try and help people when I can. Well, and that's the thing, too, is, like, that's what makes me so frustrated with people who act bad, you know, and just spread badness because it doesn't help you or that other person. Usually when you do something bad towards someone else, it doesn't make you feel any better. It doesn't put you any higher. It doesn't put you in a good mood. No. It may for instant gratification, but not Mm -hmm. in the long run. No, not at all. In fact, more than likely, I mean, psychologically, you're going to go back home and you're going to probably feel a little bit guilty, regardless of who you are or how fucked up you are or bastard you are. You're probably going to feel a little bit of remorse unless you're a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sociopaths not going to feel shit, but. <laughs> no, they almost enjoy it. It's kind of weird. Yeah. That, that's, that's a whole other problem. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, fuck, if you're a sociopath and don't feel emotions, how do you feel happy when you do that shit? You know I, what I mean? <laughs> it's so weird. It's fucked up. There's this movie I would recommend to everyone, actually. It's a movie called uh, We Need to Talk About Kevin. Damn, dude, that movie's insane. It's insane. Like, it's one of the craziest movies I've ever seen. Really? About a sociopath, yeah. And goddamn, dude, it was just, it was just crazy. Fuck. Damn. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll end it Ooh. off there. You got to get to your family dinner. Yeah, well, I guess we're not going to it tonight, but oh, um, okay, yeah, so we can chill. Well, but... shit, we'll talk for an hour more. I'm just kidding. No, it's already an hour <laughs> no. long. <laughs> yeah, no, this is good, dude. This is a long one. I yeah. don't even know what to title this one. Just this a wonder long. Yeah, <laughs> this was a good podcast. Though. I liked it. We talked about some yeah, crazy shit. It blew my fucking mind. Like when we were talking about the dimension, shit, I almost didn't know what to say because it's like blowing my mind so much. It's like oh, holy yeah. fuck, like. Oh, dude, you're not the first person I've done that to. Like, I've literally made some of Destiny's friends, like, fucking freak out. They're like, what the fuck? Like, I need to go home and, like, rethink my entire life now. <laughs> yeah. like, and like, I knew a lot about <laughs> that shit. But it's like, you know, when you're talking on two different sides, and that's why I always try and stick to the other side a little bit more, too, when we talk about stuff like that. Because then it's like you get two opinions. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get someone that's talking about something on this side and something on this side. So then that way people can can judge which side they feel more, you know, or want to lean closer to. And, you know, I always try and do a double sided kind of thing. Oh, yeah. You know, I appreciate it's not all this one opinionated thing Mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, I'm fucking I'm straight this. Like, there's nothing that we do. We know more like it's all just this. It's like, no, it's all open. Yeah. Got to be open minded about everything. I hope everyone who listens is is too. You know, feel free to share your opinions and everything. Yes, you know, we please. want to hear them, and we will. It betters everyone. We will be trying to start our YouTube uh, this weekend. Yeah. So if you're listening on here, jump on YouTube as well. And if you're on YouTube, thank you for coming over here. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Now go back to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. All right. Well, everyone, you guys have a great rest of your night. We'll talk to you guys later. Have a good week. Yes, sir. Peace out. Bye.